Hello and welcome to This Contains Garlic. You're here with your host, Georgia Garlic and... Mark Garlic. And today we are in our new office um, recording this to bring light to a lot of weight loss myths that we Mm -hmm. just feel like need to be uncovered. Uh, We get asked a lot. You can probably all imagine like social media questions. Sometimes we don't even answer some of them. Uh, No offence if you're one of those. It's just... Sometimes we can't even bring light to what we've been asked to on social media because I just don't think it's even worth it. Um, but in the sense of what we deal with navigating... How do I, I increase think... my stamina? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Honestly. We get asked that Do you know how many questions we get asked about, like, like, like running? Do I look like I fucking run? <laughs> I don't know. Like, all I seem to do is just lift really heavy things in the gym for, like, a mm. good amount of reps. Do you know what I mean? That's about all I do, Yeah. And you're asking me about running. When have you ever seen me on a fucking run? Well, yeah. I'm on a treadmill every day. Well, a walking pad. But mm. I only interval run like fucking once a week if I can be asked. Do you know what I mean? I literally do absolutely nothing other than steps and then just strength train. Um, and maybe a spin session. But again, that annoyed me. We're back at the annoyance <laughs> of spin. So <laughs> if you've wondered where Spin Diaries is, it's because I'm just annoyed with it. So Why actually, you, you were annoyed with it. I wasn't. <sighs> You didn't like the woman, let's be honest. Well, Throw me under the bus. No, I found her playlist to be very monotonous. Just the same music over and over again. The same structure. It was just very predict- predictable. Um, and the overall like energy compared to other instructors was not as... Um, what's the word? I don't want to say intoxicating, but it like a little bit more like encouraging is the word I'm looking for. Encouraging. Did you need to be encouraged in school? Well, I feel like you know (laughs) with with the other you know when you have a new playlist and you know the 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 structures not completely different but just a little bit more challenging in certain elements um, and a little less predictable, then and the energy in the room is a little bit more um, positive and more energetic, then you kind of, it reflects in your output, don't you think? No, I don't agree with that. I just no. focus on my own shit, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Like, I have like I have weird fixations, so if I don't go in there and do exactly what I think I'm capable of doing, no. I leave feeling like I might as well have not been there. I'm genuinely one of those people that just gets fixated on having to reach certain, like... That's why it's probably, like, I'm so obsessed with, like, target. I get so fixated on, like, targets. It's the same when I track my calories. Mm. It's the same with how I manage money as well. I get so fixated on just, like, holding certain amounts of money. And then, Mm. like, I do have impulsive traits. Fuck me, do I? I just Mm. had an impulsive trait. When? Um, (laughs) You're like that, fuck what, when? Um, Hopefully it's a Christmas present for me. Well, we were just discussing this. Like, we were thinking, okay, so hats off to this hotel, because, mm. oh, my mum's going to listen to this and get really upset, mm. but we were thinking... <laughs> You're about to dob yourself in. I'm about to dob myself in. I hadn't even brought it up with her. Oh, oh no, we're going no, on a holiday no, with the family. No, we don't need to be over-familied. Oh, you know what I mean? no, don't like, say that. No, my mum knows that. It's don't too much that. for me. I don't like hugging and family and, that. you know, it's just like, let's keep it all just neutral, you know? Regard, no. Like, reserved. That's like I like to describe my relationship. Reserved. I think like, obviously I have a great relationship, should, uh, which is reserved. Do you think that we should take, like, board games and, like, games to play when we go on holiday? Like, 30 seconds. I'm talking about or... Christmas. Why are you talking about board games? Like, you're boring me. 
quite honestly, I'm just a bit ill at the I moment. Just, yeah, you're good, and I don't feel any. No, I, but I've obviously still trained like no. a fucking savage. Was bench yeah. pressing higher numbers today. Yeah, Push past because I'm not that ill. I literally no. just sound like I'm ill, but I'm not actually ill. Yeah, you just need to take a teaspoon of cement and just harden up, you know? I don't fucking need to harden up anything. Who's got up the same time every fucking day and gone to work? Who has I to do I bet you I could do more push-ups than you right you now. Call, you said to me after the gym today, I wish you called me daddy. And I said, until you financially <laughs> fucking support me, I'm calling you nothing than an arsehole. I was only me? joking, because if you did call me daddy, I'd really find that very strange. Really? Considering you call your father daddy. That'd be weird. I actually... I'm not going to lie, I love my dad so much, but I actually find it maybe a little bit weird calling him daddy now. Yeah, I feel like people are really bastardized. Because I just feel like they fucked yeah, it, haven't they? they really have. Mummy, fine, because like mummy's, mummy's always like been like... Maybe daddy up until like the age of like nine or ten, and then after that it's a bit weird. No, in certain generations it's not weird. So like my mum gen- calling her father daddy is not as weird as me calling my yeah. father daddy. Probably yeah, because like true. I literally know people that are dating people my father's age. That's true. And they're having a whale of a time because the money's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The money's that good. That pension they're clawing on. Yeah, that pension. That... <laughs> they're clawing that they've got all their partners and these fucking financial. Yeah, oh, the fine. life! I wish I was a boomer. A boomer? Yeah, me too. Christ, me we were too. born in such the wrong generation. It's such a slog. And everybody just moans the whole time. And we've got all the platform to moan, and we're just surrounded by people moaning. Yeah, like, I just I, I feel, feel like, like just people want to be heard because you know, why fuck off just get on with your life because like, everyone's been told that they're unique and individual and that they're by who by society that's society what you grew up who? when you grew up as a small child you were always told you're so special not necessarily some people you're had all unique childhood. you're all unique you're all special I wasn't told that I was bullied at fucky I was literally told that I was a cretin half my life oh do you want to talk about your experience oh no because I don't know whether I'll be listening to this I don't feel I, this is the thing is like we've come into contact with so many people that oh, and they're like, oh you've got a podcast and we're like yeah and then they're like oh, I do you talk about me and then we're like yeah I don't really Sometimes. talk about some. I haven't. I probably have spoken about them. Yeah, <laughs> no, I had like a a ten year. Um, te- it, fuck off! No, okay, here we go. Right, when I left school, I had a very troublesome time. Like I didn't manage to even complete my A levels. I literally was just a fuckwit. Okay, anyway, long story short, I was in a girl group, um, which was kind of like disjointed to say the least. But I think at the age that we were, and, our, and me being me, as I've always been aware, I'm a very big people pleaser. I'm not a nasty person. I can take the piss out of you, but because I've spent being my life, I literally have been bullied so much that I just don't want to ever bully somebody else because it's shit. Yeah, like, I'm a people pleaser. Yeah, because you are a fucking <laughs> asshole sometimes. Actually, here's, can we just... Actually, do you know what? I was talking about behind this. You know what? I have to get this off my chest. I'm going to have to do it now. So this week, we had a raging argument. Like, raging to the point where I probably said, let's get divorced. And it was about... Mark was doing the washing up. Okay. And like every sink... No, yes. fuck off. No, we okay. got to the point of almost getting divorced because of the sink. Yes, it's absolutely up. the most ridiculous thing. And I know I'm irate because I'm due on my period. Yes, and I was irate because it doesn't make any you logic white, in my brain. You had white things. It's white bits across you, but spitting like out that. my mouth. Yeah. So, when I do the washing up, 
we have one side, okay, where the stuff goes, the dirty stuff, and then you've yeah. got the drying rack where there's the little lines mm -hmm. in the surface, okay? So what you do is you take each item that needs to be washed, you wash it, and then you put it on the drying rack, okay? And then when you've finished all of that, you either leave it on the drying rack, you know, or you dry it up. Mark, Mark does it, he puts all the dirty stuff on the drying rack that's probably filthy, that's just had like cooks, okay? He then cleans each item, but after he's cleaned the item, he leaves it in the sink whilst he cleans the other items over it, and then he re-rinses, and then he dries up per item. So when he has a cup and he's washed it, he puts it back in, and then he'll stop, get a towel, he'll dry two things, and then he'll continue. He does it the absolute opposite of any common logic, and you just knew yeah. how to fucking annoy me yeah. that day, because yeah. you were like, you know what, you're gaslighting me. You actually said I was gaslighting you over. No, this you can't take this because you're about to go, you're gaslighting her. You couldn't understand why. It's just, I love how it's just, you're you're a dictator. So it's George, oh, George's side of the story or it didn't happen. Babes, I know I overreacted. No, no, no. I'm Let's saying... listen to your side of the story and then we'll just take it as gospel. So please carry on. Okay, now this is the problem, is that you're actually taking... I said we had a huge <laughs> argument because you can't ever take a fucking yeah. joke or have any common logic, <laughs> clearly. Like, I was just saying it's okay. backwards. It's the okay. opposite of, a, of common logic okay. to wash up. Yes. And it seriously irritated yeah. me. Well, yeah, well, to everyone in the whole building was aware of it. Well, okay, well, you were just laughing now, but you go from laughing to not being able to understand because you don't understand when it's listed to you. But yes, that is the incorrect no way of doing it. to what you just explained, and neither do I really want to flesh out washing the dishes that led to us having a massive argument because, to be honest, I think it's pretty irrelevant. But you are entitled to your opinion, which, you know, is... Uh, I certainly won't wash the dishes that way again. Let's, uh, let's put it that way. Yeah, well, it's not my fault you're so fucking sensitive. The reality <laughs> is, Mark, is that I just was saying, why are you doing it that way? You're wasting water. You had tuna flakes all over shit that was already supposedly clean. Because I didn't know that there was literally an operations manual for washing the dishes. And yes, it's just... Had I known, sense. had I known you would were going to go nuclear over me washing the dishes, then I would have uh, adhered to the. No, you told me you'll do it your <laughs> way, and I'll do it my way. That's what you told me. You didn't say you're going to follow, and that's also probably why I was irate. Yeah. So all I'm saying is. No, I just because I was just confused because I didn't know you know who died and turned you into the dishwashing dictator, but. Well, but you know, I, no, th I would have. I'm just, just saying. I think I said to you, "What you are know, you some doing?" That doesn't make just any assumed, sense. You know, washing the dishes and cooking and stuff. Would you'd be like, "Oh, thanks," and then just moved on with your. Uh, Fuck off! Evening, I, you don't need a medal for washing the dishes. I do so much shit, you know. and you only started washing the dishes when you started cleaning. And don't pretend like <laughs> I didn't <laughs> literally form you into. You didn't even own a toothbrush when we got together. I literally formed you into being this cleanliness person, Mark. But that's a good thing, though. Yes, so then don't blame the fact that I then don't clean and you do all the fucking housework. You've only just got the robotic hoover to fucking work again. Like, and then that's nobody's... And you're not doing that, are you? What? 
the robotic hoover. It's doing it for well, you. Well, if I, if I did do the hoovering as well, then I'd pretty much be doing everything. Do you know what I mean? So... Do you, I mean, do you, I, we, <laughs> should we talk about uh, dieting myths and no, because you're fucking things? annoying me. <laughs> no, I don't know what I don't know what this is. I'm just saying that, like, you've got honestly an attitude problem. It's real. Is, it's a real issue with me right now. I'm gonna have to have a moment of silence for myself. <laughs> no, genuinely, like irate. That's the word. Anyway. um... No, we were actually talking about a reunion. Yeah. I have. How did we get on to dishwashing? Did I just talk about your reunion though? Because that's obviously a lot more formative in your pre, your pre-existence and your post-existence. No, I didn't have a reunion. I was kind of like, yeah, I was. I just. I, when I left school, I didn't really carry any friendships back with it <laughs> at all. And like because I'm put as somebody that's incredibly self-sufficient, and I literally could probably run my own life by myself, um, probably actually by myself. I would. I'd be able to be by myself so much. I love being by myself. Oh my god, I do love by being by myself. And you're about to make me want it even more. You're making me want to be by myself so much. Honestly, I'm going to go on ChatGPT and spurt out fucking some papers right now because you're actually annoying me. You're fucking spitting at the microphone, you gross. You, I can be completely and utterly self-sufficient. And trust me, because I'm going to be a tourist, I'm a tourist now. I'm so stubborn, I'm going to fucking show you. You can move out right now and then I'll show you how self-sufficient I can be. You, however, <laughs> let's talk about how le- how you can't be self-sufficient. You don't know where anything is in the house, you have to ask me. How is that self-sufficient? <laughs> we got a new number plate, Mark stuck it on the car, it fell off this morning. Supposedly, that was self-sufficient. He said that the, the tape that you got was totally sufficient and it fell off. <laughs> yeah, okay, so if you've got anything more than just jokes and laughing... We're actually going to fall out no, after this podcast. I haven't said anything. <sighs> Why are you shouting me? I haven't said a word. Well, anyway, I met up with some girls that I went to school with, and it was just, yeah, it was just, it was a bit weird. It was after like 10 years, and yeah. Mark thought How it was. How did it make you feel? I just think I've come across so many people in my life, and it seems really weird because I'm not somebody that's like, I'm not 60 years old. Do you know what I mean, yeah, I am still pretty young. And I have just come across so many different people in my life that when I come across people that maybe I knew before, I kind of just treat it the same. It's just like, cool. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, like, I think it's going to be quite hard to, like... Like, I was super fucking... Because like, they were some of those girls were vile, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, always, I said that. <laughs> I was like, you wondered why I brushed you under the same... All with the same brush, is because... Half you didn't have a backbone, and the other half you were vile. So the reality is, is that combination in a girl group is just not very nice mm. for those that are then people pleasers mm. that struggle for not doing as like a a dictator would. And people would struggle to believe that I wouldn't always have been a dictator in my life, Mark. Um, you absolute prick. Anyway, but you know, I just feel like you know, and I said it, and I said, you know, there was reasons why we obviously stopped talking, and I said. If we hadn't, I would nowhere be close to where I am today because mm. 
like some of them who were not there that I've obviously found out about are all doing still what I got up to at that age, do you know what I mean? And they are no closer or probably much closer to fucking their life up or mm. already have fucked their life up quite significantly. Mm. And I just think like, you know, and I said, to, I said to all of them, I said, if there's going to be anything, it's a friendship. I'm not here for like to be fighting. It's literally a lunch, do you know what I mean? It's not bitchiness. We don't need gossip. If it's going to be anything, it's just a friendship, do you know what I mean? It's spending time with each other. We, I don't need to be part of a gossip. I don't need to be part of a group. It's just like, it would just be like, you know, I, I'm like too old. I have too many other people to manage in my life. I, my job is more of a priority. My life is, my life is more of a priority than having friendships with people that just don't offer me friendship and just offer me problems. And I said that to them and like, and they were obviously that everybody's grown up to a certain degree, but I guess, how did it make me feel? I nothing. I'm nothing. <laughs> nothing. But to be quite honest with you, not even, not even happy to have re to have. Uh, it felt the same. Like you know, they clearly had had no jokes for like a decade. Chest, do you know what I mean? You know, you, um, you said your piece though, didn't you? I said my piece in like obviously a very polite way. Like I was obviously I wasn't going to fucking go at them in a restaurant. Um, <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, like, it's not going to be like, they put me, we were in a WhatsApp group, which also stresses me out. Like, WhatsApp groups is just, like, not my vibe. Like, I never respond. But um, we'll see. I don't know. Like, if there's effort that's going to be made, do you know what I mean? And people are interested. Like, they were very interested in knowing mm. who the fuck I was now and what I got up to. Yeah. But, you know, if the effort's not there and it's just not the way that it runs, then... I don't see why I would meet up with them again. I don't know. I think vice versa. If it doesn't offer you something, then why yeah. would you? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I just think I just I think about everything in my life in the same mellow tone. Yeah. Which is it is what it is, and I like I'm glad. Obviously, like you do have to overcome certain things. Mm, yeah, I mean. I mean, your mother almost had a heart attack. Oh God, whatever. Um, anyway, it's not, let's not talk about that. Um, so yeah, I just think it's always good, like, if you feel like some, like, people deserve, like, or a friend, like, something deserves, like, a second chance, or everybody deserves a second mm, chance, unless yeah. you fucking molested somebody, or, like, done yeah. something weird, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, within the boundaries. Within the boundaries, you know, yeah. obviously just need to forewarn people on that. Mm. I feel like rekindling relationships is not a bad thing. I actually think that it does help you just go, okay, that's because I have, like I said to you, mm. quite fucking clearly wiped out many years of my life out of my head, like significantly. Yeah. I have literally only really seen my life from like after that. Like in, like I've just literally wiped out completely everything from like going, and because I had to, like, because I don't think that mulling in the past. Mm, yeah, you don't want to focus. You know, your on past it. does not dictate your future, and I just like so sick of just like mulling in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. oh god, this is you. It's like fuck off. Like that was you when you were at school. Like grow up. Like you can grow up. Like that's the reality. Like you need to also be the grown up here yeah. and realize that how people view situations is not always the same as how you view situations, you know? People have different opinions, different views, very different takes on situations, you know? So just because I've put shit in my head, do you know what I mean? And yes, certain things happen, doesn't mean that there's not another side to it. Sure. And I think that there is always another side to it. Um, but yeah, I just think it's one of those things, I don't really think that much about it. Like if there's gonna be something, there's something. But yeah, quite clearly there was a lot of memories because so many photos came up. 
out at lunch and I was like, oh my God, like I'm actually embarrassed of myself. Um, that's the reason why I've literally ignored the past. Yeah, because like nobody needs to resurface that disaster. Um, <laughs> honestly, mm. it's an absolute train wreck. Um, no, it was. Some of the, I, I, I had a, th- I had a thing of just always having my tongue out in photos, and obviously, I thought getting Ooh. a tongue piercing would also Ooh. offer me benefit. Wonder oh. how did you, how did your parents allow that? Because that's very not on brand. No, of course it's not, because I did what I fucking wanted to. Um, there's the difference, and then they just had to put up with it, and they just had to learn as it went. To be quite really, honest with man. you. Really? And only until I went to business school and they told me to take out my nose piercing and... And you had, a, you had a nose piercing and a tongue ring. My nose piercing was actually okay. Everybody said it actually quite suited me, like a tiny stud. It wasn't like a fucking ball ring. Mm. But some people really suit nose rings. Yeah, some people do. But like, no, I mean, I just, yeah, I had a lot of things. Like I put these shitty tattoos plastered all over me. Fuck, it's mm. just complete regret. Like, why did I do that to myself? Like, I look at myself and go, you literally have made yourself go Do you think like, if you could go back in time and you spoke to yourself, do you think you could convince the, your previous self not to do certain no, things? No, fuck no, far too impulsive. So if you, if you saw your future self sat down and you were like, I don't think you, need, you should do this, you'd already just be like, shut up. No, I had to do it. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Like, well, then I guess you can't really. You just really the same as me and Mark have got this weird thing because, like, my ADHD kicks in so hard that I have to do something and it has to be something that's going to, like, pump me up. So I just have to, like, drop down on the floor and do, like, 12 push ups or something, 20 push ups, just mm. drop down and twit because I just get really weird sensations of having to do something drastic. And that's what used to, like, cause me... i still got traits of what I used to be like, do you know what I mean? Because obviously it's still me. I've just merged it into different... Mm. A better habit. Channeling it. Into Channeled it into better habits. That's all it is. Yeah. It is reality. That's it. Like, it, like, your whole lifestyle, like, you just channel into different habits. You don't necessarily... You might change the way you view things mm. and you might grow up as a person. You don't change yourself. <laughs> like, many... You can't... You just might move environment, do you know what I mean? The only way you can really renew yourself is if you just moved country. Yeah, it's all about environment. You it can't beat your environment at the end of the day. It's all about those inputs and outputs and your environment and who you hang around with. You, you are the sum total of like the five people you hang around with. But also we were most. talking about this with a guy in the gym the other day that we bumped into in the car Which park at Tesco. Oh yeah, shout out to B Mello. He probably, maybe he'll listen to this one. He does, because I put him on to it, because I did reverse psychology and told him that we spoke, spoke about, about him. him and, then people and then everyone's like, oh my God, I want to listen. Yeah, like, it's one of those things. Our podcast is one of these things that people just need to understand. Like, like we love talking. We can literally hold a conversation on so many things. Like, it's ridiculous. But for so long as well, like, we actually have to cut these short, otherwise they just would go on for fucking mm. hours and hours and hours. But, um... Oh, our full-time job is coaching, do you know what I mean? This just complements it. Like, do you just think you not... would ever get to the point where you would be able to live stream 24-7? No, I just don't... What the fuck? Like, what do I have to offer somebody, quite literally? And this is what I've got to, like... What, like, what do, do I have do to realize, offer somebody? You do realise that there are people out there that literally sleep on camera and have 100,000 consistent views on a daily basis of people watching other people sleep. Well, 
Mark, I actually think those people are slightly weird. Yeah, I know. And I would like to think that I won't be like that. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not arguing with you on that. I'm just saying there's always a there's always an audience for, for anything in this day and age. Like, I think a lot of people need to realise that they're just quite irrelevant and that's okay. Like, why do you want to be relevant? I'd love to know. Like, yeah, you want your business to grow. You want to do all this. Do you this. think it's because... Like, I was talking to you about the other day. Just well, like how the difference I just... when you when you walk down that aisle, you get you hand your ticket over to the person and you turn right or you turn left on the aeroplane, you get treated completely very differently. And I feel like the people are chasing because once you get to a certain level of fame, stature, power, money, success you get treated very, very differently as opposed to I would say yes. Person. Now, slightly different, you'd need a mega amount of money to get people to, like, really fucking... Really yeah, I think like, the, ceiling, the ceiling has increased, yes, definitely. But, I, you know, there is, you know... You, I also think wealthier people have become more and more unpleasant. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, like, I will say that, like... A lot of the wealthier, wealthier people like, can be really, really unpleasant to work with. Like, really unpleasant. Their value of money is something very, very different to... No, I, no, I appreciate that. Like, they, like, you know, I do think it's one of those things, though. Like, you know, and, and their understanding of money is so vastly on but just another page. But that the you perception just... is that they're always treated a certain way, though, aren't they? Well, yeah, you're just meant to suck the dick, do you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? And that's where I feel like that's why a lot of people chase it because they want people the to validation. Suck the dick. Exactly, they want the validation. They want the yeah. But like you know, I always say this because I just feel like people, so many people, have just inflated their image. And I'll be like so honest about this because I'm like the most skeptical, upfront person about myself. It's almost worrying that I can actually see two sides. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm bipolar. Anyway, <laughs> maybe that was Patricia. Um, I literally like. Um, but I see very like. I remember when my following grew on Instagram. All this I, and I was also around like well-known people. I just couldn't quite understand the same like now. Like, what the fuck am I? Do you know what I mean? Like, all I do is really help people. Like, yeah, I change people's lives. That doesn't mean that I like warrant like a cult following. Do you know what I mean? Or like something where people need to be like obsessed with me or I need to like share in my every move so that you feel like you're ingrained with my life that's weird and I've never done yeah, that but, and uh, I've people, never uh, built it off of that but either but some people like doing that that's the difference you don't you don't like doing it and other people like doing it there's a difference yeah and that's the difference between me and them because you get the validation from your you know, your I social media. I feel these people are quite where... narcissistic, though. No, like, of in so they are. many ways. Of course they are. And I'm not a narcissistic person. Well, I just am not. Yeah, well, I'd like to hope just, I'm not. It's just one of those things. Am I a narcissistic where... person? Here we go. Hey. Fucking dictator. Am I a narcissistic person? I think. Oh my um, God, you're, you, be, you be very careful what you say because I'm going to call you something. I think both of us have else. levels of Ooh. narcissism to a certain degree. But... In what sense? Um, I just think that some t like in terms of taking constructive criticism like I'm not very good at that and neither are you and I think that can sometimes be due to a, a perceived depends what the criticism's on I think I've got much better with that with age when I was younger I could never take criticism but now I'm I don't really get criticized, to be honest, I don't really get criticized that often, maybe because I'm a narcissist. 
<laughs> Maybe because I've just realised, no, we don't get criticised often. When was the last time you were criticised? <coughs> Who, me, personally? Oh, here we go. About the dishes. I've got it written down, hold on. 8.45am. As I said, I'll repeat, I'll go into ChatGPT <laughs> and just print out the paper now. In our new office, I've got a printer ready and waiting. You just um, sign on the line, because you're obviously married to a dictator. It's fine, I'm Zimbabwean. I was born <laughs> fucking under a dictator and thrived, so it's fine. That's oh, why you you're with honestly, me. You know, That's I, why you're with I me. Am, I, I'm dictator-proof. I am irate right now. <laughs> Because Don't be irate. you make me out to be like the absolute worst person, and all you do is annoy me all day. Okay. I'm actually on a day to day basis a rarely, fairly reserved person. I can sit and not talk to you for hours, and all you do is wind me up. I w- all I do is right, wind Mark. Me you're doing it now. How? Because you're winding me up because you're about to tell me no, you don't. And you do, and you've literally told me that you wind me up purposely. And it makes my life so much harder than it needs to be. Give me one tangible example of me winding you up. Mm. Right now. Well, what am I doing? Because you're you're doing a rhetorical fucking question. You're passing the question also back to me again. You do that a lot. Like, I'll say to you... Yeah. Do you know how many times I say to you... (laughs) <laughs> what do you want for dinner? Yeah. What do you want for dinner? What the fuck? I asked you. Like, it's like always... But you're but you're a lot more opinionated than me. And shut, generally, shut up, no, Mark. But can I finish my Your sentence? Your opinions are probably too... You're a little bit too more... Bad yeah, so I'm not saying... Publicly. I'm not saying... <laughs> but I'm not saying that's a bit of a negative thing, but you have very strong opinions, right? And generally what George's opinion is generally goes. What? So why why do we have to, you know, bounce ideas backwards and forwards when you're gonna be the main influencing factor in the first place? I think that's actual bullshit. Or maybe it's the fact that you're just weak. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it could be, it could be. I'm just weak. Because how many times do I ask you to come to the table on all these fucking ideas and opinions, do you know what I mean? And you can't ever come to the table. So somebody needs to fucking take action. And those are the people in life that are narcissistic and me. I'm joking. The the point is, Mark, is that you can't always assign when somebody's got shit going and... Yeah, but if you don't, if if there's not as... If I don't have as much skin in the game and I... Skin in the game. Yeah, if I... If there's lit... If if within my, my, my consciousness, it has absolutely zero impact on me personally then why can't I relinquish myself to making the decision and allow you to just choose whatever you want to ultimately make you the happiest wife possible? And again, you've just annoyed me because you've just put that... And you know there's going to be women listening to this, your clients. Oh, God, poor Mark. Do you know, poor Mark having to be put up with Georgia. Poor Mark. He's just such a wonderful guy. Thank and you. Behind, Thank you, Georgia. Oh, my God. I am. You are... You are punching. I know. Ir- I know it's fine, but it's, it is what it is. I say I'm. <laughs> I'm about to punch you. Do you know what I mean? Literally. I would love that. Oh my god! But that's the thing. You do want me to strangle you. Yeah, you probably find that. some fucking weird fetish with it. I think that could be it, though. 
Well, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's mm. what would make me feel better. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine how satisfied you would be, like physically choking me. I couldn't breathe. I think I thought that when you were doing and the then dishes. If when I, and then when I, you know, when I pass out, all you need to do is just stop choking me. I think you I'll... just need to be aware that I am incredibly physically strong. I know. That's why I'm on a try. Yeah. So I feel I like I actually would do. Yeah. I, I know you would choke me out, but I think I quite <laughs> like that. <coughs> we used what? to choke each other out at school it was quite fun it's like doing psychedelics that sounds like Jeffrey Dahmer I'm sorry oh, it's just a boys school thing yeah it's a boys school thing it's choke each other out whilst mm. we're sucking each other off sometimes sometimes oh Mark honestly only when the teachers were involved yeah no I know you thing. fucking Zimbo boys had yeah. no girls around you for so soggy long soggy biscuit yeah. do you ever remember the game soggy biscuit no, Mark, because I didn't go to a boys' school. No, please don't. Because you know it what? It was an urban legend that the boarders used to play this game, and like as a form of, of initiation, everyone used to stand in a circle and then wank over a biscuit, and then whoever ejaculated last had to eat it. And it's called soggy biscuit. No, I am not okay with that. And then it, it really divided the day scholars from the borders. No, 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 that's, that's absolutely disgusting. If you've done that, I've actually just questioned our whole marriage. No, I'm saying the borders. Have you done that, Mark? <laughs> no, of course not. Oh, it was an, I was saying, sad, it's an, urban, an urban legend that was concocted to divide the borders and the day scholars to make everyone think that the borders were a bunch of weirdos. You know people that are like really anti, like um, like anti-gay, anti this. Like I mm. actually think are the ones that actually really want to be able no, to come out. Every every homophobic person so is the most the uh, is literally wants yeah. to do exactly yeah. what somebody gay and happy and mm. proud is, and they're literally just like a coward mm. to it. I I mm. fully believe that. Yeah. No. And, and that's absolutely nothing fucking wrong with that. But what is wrong with that? The way that they obviously you treat just be people. allowed to express yourself. The way that you want because look at the, that person that we both know that is in the closet and it torments them I don't know to the point about. you know who I'm talking about the gentleman that used to you know employ people to work for him oh yes. yeah I'm and sorry. That, that has driven him to the point of literally being a drug addict because he's, yeah. he's incapable of, of telling his parents of telling his parents that he wants to live his best life yeah he should have always been like that because he would have been in the older one I mean he was in very good shape yeah he's he the perfect, perfect. he's literally yeah. if you could pick a mold for a gay man that's him I've got so like my gay best friends that when I was growing up like Angus and Jake, they always had such a wild relationship. Angus was way more wild than Jake. I think. But I think generally, apart I just don't think we understand like from how being people ostracized and criticized yeah. in different generations and stuff like that. I just don't understand. I don't understand why people have problems with people. I just don't, unless you're a complete cunt. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I mean, like, that's, that's, like, that's just it. That's you. People I just don't just understand it, but it must come from the earths of religion. That's the only no, way that is. I think this is, is all formed. Because it is anti religion, essentially, if by a textbook definition. I actually think that that's bullshit, though. 
I think that there was definite, like, if we go back, and I'm just not religious, so... Well, if you look at the, the Romans and the Greeks, they all did orgies, and everyone pretty much had sex with men, Everybody. women, children. Children? Yeah, yeah. Kykelius, back in that time. Kykelius, yeah, back in the day, the Greeks and the Romans were... They and were the Kykelius was Latin, the Greek, what was they that? freaky. Latin. Oh, God, that yeah, was... Yeah, it was, like, known to have, like, a boy, do you know what I mean, like a little boy... It was pretty twisted. That's, uh, yeah. And then you wonder why, like, people have managed to get away with it so long. And then now, now, people have got just too much of a platform. And I'm not saying people shouldn't, should get away with this. Like, I do think that all the predators that have been mm. caught in the last couple of years are great. Do you know what I mean? All the people that have done all these horrible things to, like... But I also just think it's just formed this whole horrible thing where I just don't think we're ever going to have any normal relationships built if we continue no, like this. No, I think that. I think that's... Look at the just the divorce rate is rapidly increasing worldwide. But people are getting married younger, that's why. People are feeling mm. very influenced to get married really? and to rush into things. Mark, people's really? brains Still, have shortened. Okay, listen to this. In the sense of what social media has done to the attention span of our brain yeah. is exactly the same as how instantaneously we expect things to happen. So that is why relationships go so quickly from I zero just, to 100 these days. Do you honestly think that so people, many young, young marriages. people are getting married? Are yeah. they really? Yeah. And also, thought, I think I the ability to stand up for way. yourself if, say, for example, you don't want an arranged marriage, mm -hmm. like, we've had clients like this who were potentially up for arranged marriages, and, like, Paul, like, if you don't, I think there's a lot more, you've got a lot more, not everybody, I'm talking fucking very minute in the UK in various locations, so please don't take this literally, but you do have more freedom of speech in every sense, or freedom of, like, choice, yeah. And opinion. I so I think that actually um, a lot of people, and and I think divorce is very expensive, but they're about to make it much cheaper. I I would have thought that less and less people were getting married, statistically. Well, that being said, a lot of people might be engaged. There's a lot of people engaged, but they just can't necessarily. They don't really want to know what they don't know what to do about like getting married, having a wedding, and all of that because obviously the cost. I, I think that we're slowly moving in as a society more to uh, away from like traditional values towards more like polyamorous vibes. Polyamorous? Fuck. Not yeah. everybody's polyamorous. Christ. Do you, know, do you think... I th do you know... Or maybe is it just because we're all those programs on television <laughs> just make it come across like it's so much more? Mark, you know? literally like... I've met like one couple that might have weird shit going. So you think it's we're still we're still on track with the traditional? No, outlook. I think we know plenty. I think we are associated and know plenty of people that have got a weird sex vibes. Mark, we know this. Yeah, it's just people no, don't that's speak what, about I'm also it. basing it off like half of the people who trained in London who also were very you know everyone no, was married but I, the Mark, everybody were in our life right now fluid. Somebody's got a weird kink. Who in our marriage? Right, Mark. You, I'm, just, I'm telling you, it's choking. Just, oh, I want you to choke me out. Maybe I'll see. I'll choke you out right now, so I can just shut you up over it. Um, but you'd want to be choked out with like your dick, like erect, mm. raging in some passion fruit lubed mess. Do you know what I mean? Like some oh, weird no, kink, like, like, like kind of red room vibes. No, not really. Well, like you'd need like. St. John's Ambulance there in case it went wrong. 
Like, no, imagine if that went no, wrong. No, because, like I said, once you just stop choking, the person comes back to life. Oh, you're killing you might them. not. You're just stopping them. Mark, you've you're got epilepsy. Stopping... God, what if that stemmed some sort of fucking fit? Yeah, could be. Uh, we'll have to find out. No, oh, no, I don't think we're going to find out. But I'm saying, I think about everyone we have, everybody in our life, in our ac- ac- business. Yes. Pleasure, yeah. family. Yeah, so many people have got kinks. So loads. many people have got kinks. Loads. More, more, more so than... I just don't think people talk about it. No. And more, obviously more people are open, but I do think it takes a certain type of person, like a more extroverted person to be able to say like, do you know what? I absolutely love a ramping rabbit, like fucking, fucking me up like the arse whilst I use a vibrator. Some influencers are like that now. Yeah, it's all for attention though. Just, I don't need to imagine somebody using a vibrator. Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck, you don't need to like, but... It's huge, like women, sex, for, like for yeah. women finding themselves, like in the sense of like mm. women uncovering their own. You'd think, you know, cast your mind back to the 60s and 70s, like there was nothing, no avenue for, you know, if you wanted to see gay men, you had to buy gay porn magazines, or there was no like avenue for women to express their sexuality. I hated how you just said sex. Sexuality. Se- so I guess it's kind of good. It's like it's the first generation of influencing. And it kind of makes sense that if you, had a, if you had a vibrator or a whatever, that you would market it via influencers that are penetrating. No pun intended. No, don't say penetrating their <laughs> penetrating audience. Penetrating those, those markets. So it makes sense, like, and yeah. of course... Like, everybody has sex, is, not children, yeah, obviously. Children but, shouldn't have sex, although I lost my virginity when I, I mean, was a child. Yeah, um, but as a young boy, it, like, I remember uh, everyone wanted to have sex from the age of, like, 13. Like, it yes, was because when you're puberty, like, you're going... you were trying your, your damnedest, your best. Okay, says the one that said that he didn't do that. No. <laughs> this is what I mean. No, you come I out in this... Oh, I didn't, I didn't but I'll talk personally. for everyone else. No, Jeff. obviously everyone developed at different ages and I was very unfortunate looking growing up, so the availability wasn't great. Mm. Unfortunate looking. Yeah, but it's better to be less unfortunate looking when you're older than it yeah. is when you're younger. Yeah, well, we weren't exactly lining up around the block, let's put it that way. Yeah, well, I'm sure the head brace didn't help, but no, you know. it didn't. <laughs> the same as my gold chain that was hanging in my mouth when I had yeah, to get a tooth replaced. Yeah, well, do you know what I mean? You don't need to judge people, do you, Mark? Do you know what I mean? This is the way you go at it, do you know what I mean? The tongue piercing, this. Well, you're not with me now, and mm-hmm. you're very lucky, do you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that you actually have a wife, mm-hmm. number one, <laughs> and that two, <laughs> two, that it's me, you know? Yeah, so the reality grateful. is... I'm very grateful. Are you? Because you come across incredibly ungrateful. Why do you say that, though? Well, apparently I'm a dictator, and it's just better no, to bow down dictator, and lick the floor when I tell of you... the dishes. There's a difference. You said, in all of my life, I'm narcissistic. I said, you there, had, are tr- there you can spoke... be traits of narcissism, but I also identify those traits of narcissism within myself. <laughs> And so I'm just going to sign the blame to you, and you're also narcissistic. Well, I'm just saying that. Don't gaslight me, Mark. 
That's literally what you said to me. You're gaslighting me over the But you have, you were gaslighting me. Oh my God, no, because just didn't have any common sense. We're going to have an argument right now. Right, so today... You don't like it when I say that because you know I'm right though. It really triggers you because you understand that I'm... Okay, here we go. Rhetorical question to the audience. (laughs) No, we're going to take a very non-biased fucking opinion over this. It's not non-biased though. It's non-biased. I don't think so. Bias... No. A... Do you wash the dishes where you put the things on the side, you wash the dish and you put it on the drying rack and then when you've washed all the dishes, you either leave it or you dry up? Mm-hmm. Or B... Yeah, cook dinner. Oh my God, fuck off, fuck off. Right, Clean this up, is where you're just pissing up, me wash off. wash up, pack it all away, do everything. Oh my God, you're actual bullshit. Yeah. No, that's you're not option B. You're actual bullshit. <laughs> Absolute. Why don't you go and fix the number plate that's flown off the yeah, fucking car? Yeah, I need to. I'm going to do that. That's my Spent like £25 on the super glue tape or something. I didn't. I spent £6. Yeah, and you went to WH Smith, didn't you, to go and get strong no, tape? No, I was at Screwfix picking up the uh, paint that we ordered God, so I'm that just... you could do the touch-up. Right, today, plan... No, B. 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 You do B. it the opposite way around, but whilst you're also cleaning you have intermittent breaks where you then rinse things and instead of putting them on the side you put them back in the sink once you've Mm. washed them i just love to know i might be wrong mark there we go i'm very open up somebody tell me georgia Mm -hmm. the way Mm -hmm. that mark is washing the dishes Mm -hmm. is exactly the way that you should be doing it and you're fucking wrong and i'll say no (laughs) (laughs) anyway today i want to talk um we want to go over just some questions that we get frequently asked in the sense of like weight loss i guess we guess you call it like myths i mean things that frequently come up in coaching questions for people that are early in their coaching stages with us like things when people begin journeys in like weight loss um but also just in the sense of general media, social media, all of this shit that has spurred, I guess, quite a lot of rubbish in weight loss and what it's all about. Um, So what we've done is we've kind of correlated a few very, like, popular, frequently asked, like, myths or questions that we get asked about weight loss or what somebody might assume and then we're going to like talk through the process of it and so hopefully that can help you i don't know just demystify certain things in your brain over certain topics that you probably will have maybe questioned at some point so uh where should we start mark i think this is all going to be related directly to weight loss so it's not going to we're not going to we'll we're going to do a more of a nutrition Mm -hmm. one another point because that's a little bit different to just weight loss but I think first of all we should start a very common one which is when a lot of the time when we consult with people and we talk about their current lifestyles we get this thing that they're eating too little calories um, because they know that's going to help them lose more weight but what they've realized is that potentially they've plateaued or they're not losing weight so they think that by eating less and less and less it's going to mean that they're going to be losing more weight so is this a myth you know the the less you eat the more weight you lose or is it something that is actually factually correct um there's two ways to look at it because it is a essentially factually correct but it's what 
is happening to your physiology and body composition when you are utilizing very large calorie deficits. So when you are utilizing very large calorie deficits and eating very minimal calories, your body goes into a catabolic state where you do, you're not only losing body fat, but you're also losing lean muscle tissue, which is metabolically active and going to have a reductive impact on your metabolic rate. That then leads to metabolic adaption, which causes your, you to over, overly plateau over a given period of time because your body is then having to regulate that homeostatic response of your body expending, expending energy. So when you go and train in your workouts, you don't train as hard, you struggle to get a pump, you find doing your steps a lot more draining and just your energy levels and your decision making dramatically becomes a lot more challenging so yes it works in the short term but essentially see it like a runway you're it's you could take off but the runway is so much shorter it's better to do it in a much more sustainable approach that allows you and affords you a lot more give and take than essentially just you know, whacking yourself in a 500 calorie deficit off TDE, hoping to lo to lose a pound of body fat a month, you know, because... No, I think it's more also, I think there's, it's not necessarily like, I think there was always these things that were said on like 3,500 calories yeah. would equal like a pound body fat. And for you, to, so that means that you need to obviously deficit 3,500 calories a week mm. in order for you to lose that pound exactly. of weight. That's not... That's not factually very correct no. because a, a pound of weight could be a pound of muscle or a pound of fat. They mm -hmm. take up very different elements in the body. They're not the same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. That's actually another one that I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Fat and muscle. I'm going to write that down actually yeah. whilst we're on the podcast. Um, but I think also that thing of like, oh, it's cool to eat less, do you know what I mean? Because eating less means I'm going to... And a lot of people think that those numbers... You know what I also do? I think there's the opposite side of this. Social media has taught us, oh, just eat like in a calorie deficit. And calorie deficit's been fucked, like to the point where people are now eating in such a deficit mm. that they think that that's better, but it's fine. They're still losing it because in a calorie deficit, they're doing it the correct way. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem with all these sayings is that, okay, calorie deficit is technically a scientific say. It's, a, it's an actual factual thing. Mm -hmm. But what's happened in social media and influence and fitness world and all of this is that the word is now being obliterated. So mm -hmm. people are in a calorie deficit, but a hideous calorie deficit. But it's fine. They're doing it the right way because everybody in the industry is like, you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. And people are like, okay, I'll just shove myself Te in. Technically not wrong, though, but it's, it lacks <laughs> technically, nuance. Technically, yeah. It lacks nuance. And that's what people are struggling with because everyone's got a successful weight loss journey. The only problem is everyone's regain journey is more successful than the weight loss journey. Yeah, and I also say to people, like, I I will never forget putting myself, like, I did, like, lemon water diets. Mm. Where I literally, and, like, I literally lasted two days. I fainted on the tube and I inhaled a packet of kettle chips, a multi-family mm. pack. I, you can't, your body, if you're going to obliterate yourself, S genetically, there'll be a few girls, I'm going to speak mainly for girls here because mm. I know a lot of girls obliterate themselves at low calories because mm. they think that their friends also not eating, you know, but women, I should say, not girls, but whatever. Mm. 
you know, if you're like doing all of this activity and putting yourself through all of this stress and eating like low calories and doing all these things, like you're just like very much shortchanging yourself that you're never going to be able to sustain it. Mm. You like you won't even be able to get past like a week, two mm-hmm. weeks. Like you're likely to like lose your period, do you know what I mean? Yeah, or some sort of hormonal cycle. And all for the sake of you regaining it. Mm-hmm. And that's the saddest part, is that you're doing all of this mm-hmm. to just regain it. And you know, so when people say to us, oh, do you know what, this calorie, this, you know, tracking my calories and sticking to this calorie allowance, even if it's literally like, we give a lot of people very high calories because that's what your body needs, do you know what I mean? Not very high calories, moderate calories, what their body needs. Mm. We're not the low calorie end. Mm. But people say to us, oh, it doesn't work tracking your calories. But then we'll put themselves through like some sort of hideous diet or something like that, all in order to do exactly the same thing. I'm like, mm. what, what? choose your hard here, yeah. do you know what I mean? Choose the hard of you literally never being able to sustain it and giving up after a couple of weeks or a month, mm. or choose your hard where you do something more sustainable, but it just requires you to just be a little bit more diligent. I just don't think people see different dieting methods as just different ways of adjusting calories. No, absolutely intake. not. They see it as as like whatever the boost the, your gut health, yeah, lose yeah, the bloat, whatever the USP yeah. is for that particular method, and they're not looking at the method objectively. Going, okay, every single day Diet, yeah, I yeah, yeah. eat, you know, um, b- uh, croissant and then donuts and then a pizza and a couple of beers, and just when I miraculous miraculously swap that out for a chicken breast and a salad you know that's it's obviously such a huge dramatic change in energy balance that there's always going to be something that works and that's the one main thing is like everything essentially works but how long does it actually work for is the the main determinating answer for the vast majority of the general population but again Um, it comes down to people preying on suits and marketing ad words that make people feel a, p- a specific way about it's just very vulnerable tackling like, a problem the thing is though like the reality is is there are like we've always said like a lot of people that do need to lose weight do you know what i mean and yes everybody's got to do it in the right way but a lot of them won't do it in the, the right way no. and i think this is one thing i always say is that there's some very lucky people in this world and i'll speak for a couple of our clients actually who have been very long-standing clients of ours, yeah. who we were the literal first element of any of their journey. So that meant like step any of their journey. Yeah, so I'm sure. like lift to everything, exercise, yeah. health, yeah. What, yeah. wellness, um, nutrition. We were the first to introduce them to anything. And those clients are so lucky, do you know what I mean? Because mm. they literally were brought into everything where they didn't have to believe or go through yeah, the trials and tribulations. But I do believe you've got to go through trials and tribulations and sometimes you'll never come with the right idea. (laughs) But, you know, you do have to do that to then come to the terms of, you're totally right, like, nobody's thinking about calories here. Nobody's thinking about a deficit. Oh, all of these diets do a deficit. No, they're not. Like, something like a shake diet or it's a gut. It's just, that's stuff, what it yeah. is. It's, it's, gonna, it's going to make you drop seven to 11 pounds. And mm-hmm. that's, there we go. That's mm-hmm. it. That's what they want. They're not thinking, yeah. oh, but it's going to reduce my intake and I might be super fatigued and yeah. I've got one shake a day. Or just like all the food in your digestive tract just empties. And at any given moment, we have like between two to three kilos of food in our intestines at any given 
You know, do you know so what really you, upsets me so though? If you is do that a, I, see... uh, I watched one of a one guy do a five day fast where he just drank water and he did a five day fast um, because he wanted to clear all the inflammation out of his digestive tract X Y and Z, and just like obviously from he was still exercising, drinking water and stuff like that, but he lost a ridiculous amount of weight in five days. Yeah, that reminds me of what I mean? and, and that's that that's literally. That's obviously like there's a huge shift in energy balance, but the vast majority of, of that is just coming from the digestive tract emptying. I just completely. think also from like from a co- like a nutritional coaching standpoint, I think it's so important. I see a lot of women who are struggling with their weight, um, who are trying to lose weight, but they change so much in their lifestyle that's so the opposite of what their actual current overweight self likes, mm. do you know what I mean? That it's just completely absurd. I'll give you an example. Yeah, go on. Swapping, like, say you're somebody that, like, likes, I don't know, used to like a prep croissant for fucking breakfast, a granola pot, do you know what I mean? Would have, like, I don't know, and, and a cheese and a fucking cheese pastry or whatever for breakfast. Yeah. And then you go and swap that for a liquid meal. So yeah. I'm going to fucking heal, like something like that. Oh, something rank. I'm Look, food is food, but it's not fucking food when it comes to like that. Like, I don't believe heal. If that's all you mm-hmm. could fucking access, fine. Yeah. If it's fucking that convenient, I would still say just make your own shake. Anyway, like... It's like those massive swaps where somebody wakes up in the morning and goes, fuck me, I've now got to go and drink yeah, one of those yeah, fucking disgusting yeah, shakes. Exactly. And instead, so instead daunting. of waking up when they could have an egg and bacon muffin, mm. scheduled in with their calories, understand that they're waking up, they're still fucking loving all the food they're eating. It's just, mm. and I'm so hot on this with our clients, especially the ones that have a very big weight loss journey to go through. Why on earth would we take away everything that you seek so much comfort in right now? Because you know everyone's I mean? got that diet culture narrative just ingrained. Just get rid of brain. it, do you know what I mean? Like, and they it's have just... to, they have to eat, you know, chicken salad. How many times? Oh, uh, so many. I say to clients, like, come one on. One pound every time someone says, oh, I'm just eating a chicken salad. And I'm like, we eat chicken salad, I, but I, I have homemade croutons, cheese, fucking yeah. heavy dressing. Like, like I'm not are eating, you like, eating a fucking... like because you actually like chicken salad. By all means, go for it. Chicken salad is, I mean, if you do a good chicken, chicken Caesar salad. salad with fries, yeah, and a by Diet a beach Coke side, yeah, is a top tier, a top tier meal. So I kind of get it. But are you eating it because you enjoy it, or are you eating it because you think you need to be eating? Salads. Salads, yeah. Or like the same as like, I'm getting a bit annoyed actually at the moment with the amount of protein marketing there is because some of these products are just fucking shit, like really shit products with like six grams of protein and people are just inhaling it. We get asked so often on social media, like, mm. what's the best protein? And look, we've shown a couple of them. We were quite nice, but I just think they're too expensive for what they are. They're a cheap source of protein. That's mm. the reality. And I had this conversation with a client this last week. I said, there, when you're going through like a body recomposition or you're really trying to get nitty gritty with your physique and you want to see the return, the quality of the protein you eat is so fucking important. And I've had multiple clients get very carried away with convenience proteins where literally their whole protein is just coming from convenience. And it's like, 
No, there is a significant difference mm. here. Convenience proteins all do tend to have mm. quite a lot of fillers, quite a lot of all of these other shit. It doesn't mm. digest the same as eating like a good old chicken, yeah. steak, bin, leaf mints, even the plant-based proteins, you know, like anything. Like, whole foods are so important. That is where your body gets its most nutrients. So when you look at nutrition and you look at convenience proteins, you should really only be thinking of that as your like snack. You know, something mm. that's like a protein mousse. That's what we do. A protein mousse, protein yeah, yogurt. 20% like, of your calorie or protein intake should be from convenience. Do you know what does upset me, though? It's like protein yogurt and protein... Like, you know, they're, they're just fucking yogurt. There's always just been yogurt. It's yogurt. Yeah, it's just the brand. exactly the brand. It's just yogurt. People always say to me, oh, I couldn't find the protein yogurt, so I couldn't eat yogurt. I'm like, it's yogurt. <laughs> Go and find literally the plain strawberry loaf. It's the same protein. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? It's exactly so. Mm. They've just milked it into very good branding. And I know it's convenient and it's great. And we really encourage clients that struggle to get their targets to obviously boost it a little bit. But there is a significant difference and you'll notice it. Do you think that comes down to why, why is it that people consistently struggle with hitting their protein targets? Do you think it's coming down to cooking? Um, no, people I come don't to people don't know how braised, to necessarily chicken put. Braised, people don't want to cook beef mince. No, 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 it's not a cooking thing. So then, it's a so fact that people don't know what to eat. It's not a focus well, point. Well, it's pretty though. obvious. You just you look and go into the supermarket, and all the things that are meat are pro- essentially protein. Not to oversimplify, do you know what I mean? It's not really difficult. Put a gun to your head, I'm sure. 10 out of 10 people I'll be honest people don't know how much to eat of it they don't know how much and this is why like you know my one I have a fucking job do you know what I mean it's what I do for so many clients you know it's so remarkable when you meal plan for clients and they actually just stick in a routine so our meal planning runs like we're not these type of like nutrition people that put you into like changing your meals every single day to the point where you've got so much variety what we do with our meal plans is effectively take your favorites do you know what i mean take your favorite meals take your favorite likes dislike whatever and we put together effectively like a day structure so that a client can see oh do you know what a breakfast i can have a large bowl of oats with some nutella you know some pro you know what i mean i can have like a pizza for dinner it's just a more nutritionally uh, dense like meal rather than more calorie dense a lot of people don't see it like they don't think like fuck I should be thinking protein here or where am I going to be getting this and they just don't know the amounts like Mm. what how much protein should I be having like that's really hard image wise in the sense of how much it is we know this we went to friends we're not like friends a day and we were fed what at lunch like absolutely mm, nothing Mark thought it was a starter Mark thought it was a starter and he literally ate all of my portion as well literally, literally. sat so down ha- at the table thought, thought it was, it was a, a salad so I literally just being such a greedy African took three quarters of it put it on my plate and all the prawns the in it as well that was the for main. four people I know <laughs> me and Mark we went back into MS and probably ate a whole packet of goujons I was just waiting for the I was like the roast the the roast chicken's coming out with the roast potatoes That's Yorkshire pudding the a bit of gravy. yeah and then you yeah. were like what That's what a delicious you know soup starter yeah they were like do you want some coffee or oh, between courses <laughs> yeah they literally like oh, so sad an appetite <laughs> but like you know it's so obvious that people do not fuel themselves adequately and like protein wise like I reckon like we've had this conversation how much protein do you think my father eats on a day to day basis 
I would say he would very luckily get a hundred grams. L- lucky? Yeah. Christ, lucky. my father has eaten the same breakfast for like forty years. No, that's such a lie because I've not been around for forty mm. years. But like, um, he'll have Alpen, which mm. is literally like the most dust. It's dust, muesli dust. It's not even granola. It's dust. My mum's always like, I just never understand why your father eats mm. that. And it's got like sultanas in it. And I don't know what milk he's on now, but he used to have coconut milk. Maybe he tr- switches the milks. Maybe mm. it's like, and he'll have like this small, like small bowl, do you know what I mean? Mm. Where he'll just have a small bowl of muesli and a coffee mm. for like, and a green mm. tea, mm. always a green tea and a coffee. And then at lunch, he'll go and get a meal deal. No matter where he is, he'll eat a meal deal or he'll eat out. Like at some, like when you... And then at dinner, my mum obviously cooks for him now. But when he was travelling, mm. fuck, he was probably, he was just my dad used to travel all the like all the time. Was on an aeroplane, yeah. different country. So it was like it's not important. Yeah, I would imagine. I really don't think he gets like what's a meal deal going to give you? I don't think he's picking up the ch- chicken roast chicken sandwich. He's probably picking up like you'd be lucky to get twenty grams. The ham and cheese one that's got like twenty grams in it. Yeah. Yeah. So like your average person literally can't top more than like 60, 70 grams of protein a day, I no. literally reckon. No. So go and give them a target that's like double than that. Yeah, true. No, Christ, no, people are like that, what? Yeah, and now I've got to go, people are like, wait, I used to eat half a chicken breast. How many people have we been to? Me and you eat like, a, we could eat two chickens together if we really yeah. wanted to. Like, not that that's a healthy amount, but we do. Mm. We'll eat a whole roast chicken between the two of us so easily. Mark would be like, where's the rest? Mm. Like, ideally I don't eat most of it and then he eats the mm. rest of it. That's the ideal. But we'll eat a large whole roast chicken between the two of us easy we go to nando's we'll see off a whole chicken wings you know what i mean we are not afraid of eating like a huge fucking steak like i would demolish like a huge fillet steak christ i wish i could afford it oh my god that's the problem well in south africa it was perfect but like in the uk it's like don't even don't even bring a steak to the to the table that's less than 750 grams Oh my god, South Africa was so amazing for that. That's the one thing. I, one not, of the things I not really. Not five hundred, not two fifty. But yeah, protein is so hard to get in, and I, I get it. Like you know, especially when you're losing weight, you think, oh right, what should I be thinking about right here? Mm. Fuck, I've got a lot because I've got to be thinking. Christ, Do you think protein? it's also because of the the, the cost? That, that not a lot of people... No, I, I absolutely... I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. There are people that struggle. There's people that do okay. Those people that do okay are normally the ones that tell me, mm. literally, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that tell me that it's really expensive to eat healthy and they mm. will literally go and spend £40 in two days in pret. Pounds. Do you know what I mean? They, we know people that eat on three times a week. Three, three times a week? More than that. We've got yeah. clients that eat every day. Yeah. But like that's when we have to really rein them in because I'm like, where are you eating? Like you've really got to understand that what you're eating, you don't actually understand the calorie count. You've got no understand mm. the protein. And so like, do you know there's a significant difference? And clients definitely that coach us now will have gone through this with us. When clients do have weeks where they've been, so a lot of our clients are in like home prep meals. Like we do encourage people to learn how to cook learn how to prep meals but we are all about simple you know what i mean we're not about make your life harder it's about making it easier and better so clients get into routines where they're diligent you know and then there might be a week where they've got a vast amount of social plans Mm. and like even just having three social four social three socials three dinners out Mm. 
you notice the fatigue level in the gym because you're not really hit. Forget the eating out. I'm not mm. going to hold people mm. back from eating mm. out. It's just what you get from that compared to what your home cook's giving you when you're more yeah, meal planned and you structure. Yeah. Like, like, we know that I could eat like the fucking best spaghetti bolognese at home because I would mm. make it full of protein, you know, and it would taste restaurant quality in my opinion. Mm. Fuck mm. it does. Mm. So I know I'm going to go eat a spaghetti bolognese an Italian restaurant, it might taste really nice, but it's going to have like three dots of mint, like three round balls of mint. Mm, so that's about it. And cooked <coughs> in like 14 sticks of butter. Yeah, and, and, and it's not going to, and so when I'm going to eat that, it's just going to be a plate of pasta, and then I'm going to wake mm. up and I'm going to be starving. So by the time I've like coached clients and I get to the gym to like train, I'm just going to have no yeah. energy. And a client, a client of ours actually recently had this where they went out, I think it was three, and like the, ne the next, they struggled. Like in the gym, their energy, their fatigue. And it was just the fact that like you were just missing what you were used to giving mm. your body over three quite large meals of a week. And you Generally just noticed. Generally, you eat more eating, not eating out. The portion, would you say that the portion yeah. sizes are smaller out than? Yes, but they're just more calorie dense for the yeah, size. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying you get you get way less two hundred percent more of the calories, but you get fifty percent like, less of the. Even way up, like fries, for example. Like if we bought a frozen pack of fries, I could oh, have yeah, 200, 250 grams of fries. It would literally oh, top babe. like three hundred, four hundred oh, calories babe. at most. If you're having that amount of fries in a restaurant that's been deep fried, you're then effectively eating like 900, 1,000, 1,500 calories. Like five guys, yeah. Like five guys, exactly. So it, it, it does make a significant difference. And people always say, it's so fucking weird, you're on your nonsense again. No, it's not. It's literally like, I actually know that I don't want to be hungry. And that's why I don't eat out that often. I'm hungry the whole time I eat out. Every time I, I eat out, I'm hungry. I restaurant food, but I don't, um, it's not like steps above. No, absolutely not. It has to be something very, very different that I would not prepare at home, like sushi. I wouldn't prepare sushi at home. It's yeah. just I, I, it's too much faff, although I did buy a sushi maker the other day, um, mm. another random purchase. Mm. But it is one of those things where I do agree that, like, you know, this whole eating out is so social. I never want to hold people back from this. But you have to be aware that if you're on a weight loss journey and you're eating out quite sporadic and you don't actually know what you're intaking, but you still might have tracked your calories outside of it... Mm. The reality is, is that it's just still eating away at that deficit. And if it's about sustainability, your deficit's not going to be massive. Mm. So when you do eat into your deficit, that's when mm. progress stalls. So you've got, I always say, just choose your heart, you know. If you've got a lot of weight to lose and you say to yourself deep down, I actually don't think I should eat out. I agree with that. The same as there's some people that should not have access to a multi-pack of fucking chocolates or a multi-pack because they just cannot control yeah, themselves yeah, yeah, over yeah, yeah. it. So don't buy it into your environment if you mm. can't control it. Sometimes restriction in its in its best element is actually what people need. So Yeah, because again, it's environment. When it? I was really overweight, I, I went onto a paleo lifestyle due to the place that I went to, to effectively... Mm. And that was absolutely what I needed at the start because I was morbidly obese mm. and I had a complete and utter need to not eat like that. Yeah, sure. And it taught me a way of going, oh, I can eat like a brownie, but I had to make sweet potato brownies. I've done it all, you know, what I mean? but it still gave me that element of like, 
yes, was it the right diet? Absolutely no way, but it's still It's more the change of an environment in which took you out of the environment that was triggering you and pu- putting you in the, in the position that you're in to then adjusting it. And people need to also understand that their environments need to change when they go on a weight loss journey. Absolutely. So if you're yeah. sat there surrounded by friends, family, uh, peers that facilitate you being a certain way or it's the food availability, like you've constantly got hyper-palatable food in your environment, testing your willpower, you're only human, your your willpower will break eventually. So you have to remove all of the, the elements out of the environment because you will never beat your environment ever. No, because your your environment is literally what dictates any kind of habit on a day to day basis, and like whether it cements or not. And you know, there's some people. You know, if you're one of those people that says we have this quite a lot, like I know that I need to do this. I just, I just, I just know I'm just going to give up. Mm. And I'm like, don't waste your fucking time. Honestly, mm. you honestly cannot go into anything. If you went into a job that was just even when you come in at the start and you want to get anywhere better, I'm just going to give up. Do you think Do you think giving up gets you anywhere? It's the behaviour mm. that at you action when things get tough, which completely dictate your character, completely dictate your success. And, you know, and it's one of these things that whether it's weight loss or a job or this or career or your children or, you know, whatever it is, mm. you know, you if what you put in is what you get out. Do you know what I mean? And if you're going to give up, then I... I do, the whole thing of like just not doing something, I just don't understand. I I, I just don't understand it. Like knowing Even that you've just, got. I guess it's just like it's just really difficult for some people, and some people just don't want to do it, and they'd rather just take the easier road of being very comfortable and then looking for comfortability we, we in so food, comfortability in you know taking your mind off things by doom scrolling. No, I know, and it's exactly the reason why people struggle. It's exactly the same reason why, you know, so many people got a voice to share things that which they probably shouldn't be sharing. The same as, like, oh, people feel sorry for each other, you know, all the time. Like, there's excuses all the time in workplaces why people can't be there and this and that. And it's only because Mm. people spend their whole life just mulling around other people's opinions. And they they do. It forms this warped perception of things. Mm. And they think that it's just too hard, and too hard is not good, you know what I mean? And too hard is too hard for me. We've gotten to the point now in society where... Uh, difficulty is inconvenient and difficulty is a bad thing like I'm not gonna lie like we're watching the new season of Big Brother and a lot of those Big Brother contestants are very overweight Mm-hmm. And that is, I know, the general population of the UK. Mm-hmm. Do you it's, know a, it's, it's a fair representation. Absolutely fair representation of the UK. It is. Celebrity, mm-hmm. not celebrity, Big Brother is absolute fair representation. It's not Love mm-hmm. Island. And I just think, every time we see it, and I, I'm going to say exactly the same for our absolute favourite programme, Gogglebox, mm-hmm. they're incredibly overweight. Mm-hmm. Some of them not. There's a, a, I'd say 20% not. Yeah, 80% but it's a representation yes. of socioeconomic environment. Absolutely. I'm not know. against it. But can you not see this whole image that keeps on getting put out that is so accepted? But it is now, though. Absolutely. And this is what I say about younger generations. You've yeah, got the younger generations that are influenced by TikTok who are like t- teeny-weeny. But over the years, they're going to be essentially, to sound very brash, but they're going to be a lot more fat people than there are going to be people in... 
sh- in shape, in shape yeah. or skinny or underweight. So you then become the outsider, not the other way around. I know, it's crazy because I was always the outsider when I was fat, always. And it's just changed the thing and that's is, in the but space the thing is, Nobody can deny whether you're body positive or not. Your reptilian part of your subconscious brain still tells you that it does not enjoy being a certain size. Why do you think people it's do videos? Elu- it's against our evolutionary biology. <laughs> yeah. It's that simple. But why do you think people do videos of like, you know, like wh- what I eat? Like I've seen so many of these actually. Where oh, I love them. What I eat in a day I as a them. fat girl that doesn't diet. Oh I my God, them. it's crazy. Sometimes I I'm like, wow, that was That me. is my rabbit hole. Is it? I love it. Mark, you're just encouraging it. Don't say it. you love seeing fat women eat. I just like the the, the variety of food, the, oh, the combinations of foods, the combinations of foods that they put together, is utterly astounding. I know, but it's just it's like utterly astounding. I get it. I wish. No, the I don't one, fucking wish. One girl I don't I watched, wish that she, anybody she had encouraged poured, me to be overweight. Poured, you can't she, I'm not encouraging. The, I'm not encouraging them to be your overweight. No, I'm saying like I'm just. I love the that fact that is encouraging to overweight people. I saw her pouring gherkin juice into her coffee and drinking it, and she was like, "This is delicious." Okay, I don't know what you're watching, but that doesn't seem like what I was. I was just watching like normal people that were just like overweight yeah, saying well, like, oh this is what I eat for breakfast and then I went here and I ate that and I went here and I ate that and I went here and I ate that that's but you know when you do watch those videos of like even food bloggers like you're like fucking hell how much have you eaten in a fucking day I wish I had your job we've said this we want to set up the problem YouTube. the problem is is we have trained those individuals those famous influencers and food bloggers and we're the people that then have to deal with them shitting themselves and having bad indigestion and bloating all the time because all they do is eat different fucking super palatable foods mm. am, am i right or am i right oh. hi my name is so i've you got eight hundred thousand followers on youtube and so and i do food blogging and my digestion's really bad. Well, let's have a look at what you've eaten. <laughs> you've had, you've had yeah. bareback ribs, <laughs> and then, and then no, an occasional. You know, it's like. Well, okay. So the moral of the story is, is that yes, I don't think the environments are getting any better or easier no. for people to navigate. But I just think we all need to just pull ourselves towards ourselves. Yeah, it's sometimes. not an excuse. It's just Christ. You've got to do it. I'm sorry. I know that people say that obesity is a mental illness. I was mentally unwell. Do you know what I mean? I still probably am mentally unwell in many other ways. Um, and but I still firmly believe that with a good nutrition that fuels your brain on a daily basis and active exercise... Do you not uh, think that an obese person would take offence to being to saying they have a mental illness? No, but people are saying that it's like people... Clin- no, I appreciate Depending that. on how clinically obese... No, I, no, I get it, I get it. But <laughs> if you're like, clinically just, obese, it is a, men- but it's a mental disorder. you, as Georgia, back in the day, someone would look at you and say you're obese. Would you f- have felt offence at that time for someone to say that you're clinically there's like something wrong with you yeah well there was always something wrong with me because i was fat that was always this assumption in society 
wasn't even that yeah, yet. No, I kind of get it. It was like, no, I kind of get if you it, are fat, like, you've got it's a like problem. You, it wasn't... It's like you're, you know, you're on but the spectrum. But they say it's about stigma, don't they? So they say that actually being obese, you know, there is that stigma into society. There is, though. We can't deny it. Absolutely. Like but it's the same as if you saw somebody amount. with anorexia. You'd yeah. probably be like, Jesus, ah. Like, and you know, your do. brain's not used to seeing, like... If anything, we're like having trained people that were or and have previously been anorexic, the, the over overall stigma from the general population is just as bad if not worse mm, yes but also it depends the circles are in as to whether it's encouraged I mean some of those ladies would walk into the gym and the whole th- place would stop yeah I know but they were there for the right reasons no so. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not in a, I'm not saying that in a negative way I'm just highlighting what would happen no I know but I think you know you don't really see that often anorexic no. people you might see people with like everybody's got a disorder these days that's what i've always realized so everybody's got a fucking disorder they've all got everybody's now got problems and i honestly think that like yeah yeah, we all do have problems but it's just how much these problems are spoken about do you know what i mean Mm. um right so let's go on to another question because we're going to go through like two more um right another question that we frequently get asked about weight loss is um Oh my god! Yeah, this is a good one. Um, you have to. Do you have to avoid all sugar to lose weight? So, first of all, I think it's really important to speak about like what sugar actually is, and that the foods that digest your body that turn into glucose are also sugar. And actually, when people say sugar what they should probably be saying in the sense of like highly palatable food is the mixture of sugar and fat. Um, not healthy fats, the opposite of healthy fat, like saturated fats, etc. So can you lose weight like eating sugar 150%? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's forced, like first of all, you're not eating a teaspoon of sugar, are you? You're eating a chocolate yeah, bar. Nobody's, nobody's addicted to table sugar. That's the thing is everyone was like, there's the narrative of being addicted to sugar. But if that was the case, surely you would then be just like railing bags of sugar day and night. Well, I think, I'll well, be honest, addicted, I'm going to say a different way to that. Are you addicted to I'm the dopamine say, hit or the feel-good factor that is provided to you from palatable foods? No, obviously the other. But I also think that, you know, if... It's slightly, it is, it's obviously completely exactly the same as like taking hardcore drugs mm-hmm. for a hit. Do you know what I mean? It's the same mm-hmm. in the way that we relate, obviously, food. Mm-hmm. But no, nobody's eating or like needing to eat tablespoons of sugar mm-hmm. on a daily, you know? Mm-hmm. Where the problem comes in is the, that these, you can eat a very small amount of these foods that are highly palatable and consume quite a few calories. So if you looked at volumes, for example, but same on like what you might classify as healthy foods, Mm -hmm. you know, so if you weighed up like a peanut matcha ball, do you know what I mean? Protein ball that has 250 calories and whatever nutrients Mm -hmm. versus like a dairy milk bar, Mm -hmm. which one's probably going to satisfy you the most, the dairy milk bar? For some people, it might be the matcha ball. You never know. They've all got Mm -hmm. personal preferences. But, like, you can tell, like, what 
sugar makes up obviously things that are slightly smaller you know what i mean so like a dairy milk bar matchable high calories but they're very but like I small g- i guess the the argument would be that the matchable would have better nutrients not necessarily some of these things not are fucking necessarily like... but the narrative that is provided to you by the individual making you the matchable is that the proponents of matcha and the fucking cacao nibs yeah, but if you what you really want to eat blah, blah, and you're on blah, a weight loss journey, it's better. It's better than yeah, but that's a different question because what I'm trying to talk about here no, is like the I'm actual saying is, proxy. Is it better though? Is it better in the no? I'm saying like, can you eat? Do you have to avoid all sugar to lose weight? No, no. you've obviously got to manage your calorie intake versus your calorie expenditure. Yeah. in order to lose weight how you make your foods up it's just the fact that it's very over it's very easy mm. to overeat on sugar because one small dairy milk bar is like so easy to wolf down within yeah, a split palatable. second so, palatable, so yeah. palatable that you'll eat another one and another one and that's the problem it's not because like that's why if you look at food volume why we're so hot in it with weight loss because it gives mm. you more but when Valley, they've, but d- when they've the done the nutritional studies in terms of palatability, they it's very clear uh, the more palatable foods you eat on a daily basis, the higher your calorie intake is. Because you just eat more. <laughs> yeah, but you eat more because also it's not very satisfying. So it obviously pr- it digests to your body much quicker, these kinds of foods. So you whether you've eaten it, you're just not very satisfied. And that's why like if you looked at like a chocolate bar, a better way of balancing that would perhaps be like, uh, a chocolate bar that's broken up over like some Greek yogurt with some fruit, mm. even though it might add more calories to the actual chocolate eating, mm. it keeps you more satisfied because it's giving you a protein boost and it gives you more volume, feeling like you're eating more. Mm. So you're less likely to then go and binge on a shit ton of chocolate afterwards. Mm-hmm. But the whole proximity of sugar makes you go, no, it mm. doesn't, do you know what I mean? It doesn't make you gain weight at fucking all. It's just the amount you're eating that is making you yeah. gain weight. Or it could be, you're not eating that much, you're just eating some and you just don't move at all, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's all these, pro- these things where I think people think- It's all relative that, at the end of the day though. Yeah, but no, I, I do get upset with sugar because I think people need to actually understand what sugar is, you know yeah. what I mean? And I don't think people understand what sugar is. There's so many elements of sugar, you know, in the body and like where it yeah, comes from. Complex and simple carbohydrates are just different varying structures of molecules of, of sugar. Yeah, of sugar. So, you know. broken down and like Georgia said, uh, utilised. Everything gets turned essentially into glucose. So the idea that it is bad for you is and actually, but let's let's just quickly go on to the last one. Let's do the last one. Because that would work in quite well with carbs. Mm. Do carbs make you gain weight or cause you to be fat or are they bad for you? No. You know, we come well, back... Well, I guess let's get the caveat is some people do suffer from adverse uh, interactions with certain carbohydrates that have like got actual Crohn's disease or, you know, people... Celiac. That, or celiacs, you know, when they actually eat carbohydrates, they die, you know, no, but... Outside of that, no, the but vast celiacs majority. only gluten. No, oh, what, what, oh, what are you talking? Oh, I thought, no, but I was talking about like there's other, like, yeah, I'm cr- saying the caveat to like some, there are some people that do have very, who are actually allergic to certain types of carbohydrates, yeah, and that's literally two percent of a like very small portion, of people. and then the vast majority, you know, you, me, and every single other person on this planet, barring a very small percentage 
are actually perfectly fine and should be consuming. No, I think we don't really talk about it. So carbs obviously got bad rep because there was a lot that floated around and about water weight and then making holes weight in the sense of carbs. So, you know, if you didn't eat carbs, then you would never be retaining like what people thought was body fat is actually water weight um, when carbs digest in your body. The problem is, is that I think people don't understand that like carbs literally are your main, your body's main source, source of, of energy. energy. If you don't eat carbohydrates, I'll tell you this, because I used to do keto back in the day. Fuck, I had like no energy to lift anyway. It's Christ, it was awful. Um, it, it just, you know, you can't, uh, let's talk like women and men, Optimal hormone health, optimal sleep, optimal uh, performance, optimal cognitive functioning, optimal, I mean, where else do we go with the optimal? Yeah, Everything just... optimal comes from the intake of carbohydrates. Now, it's about where you're getting those carbohydrates from as to which ones are going to really benefit you the most. But does it make you gain weight or does it make you fat? No, and not in any way, shape or form. You've got to remember that a carbohydrate contains the same amount of calories per gram as protein. So whilst you're railing in the protein, yeah, remember that carbs is exactly the same as it, you know. So they've got to be on equal ground here. If anything, back in the day, fat was, all, fat was always known as don't eat fat because you'll get fat. Like fat makes you fat. And it was all just based off the fact that fat contains the highest amount of calories per gram. So if you eat literally just a tablespoon of olive oil or you drench your food in oil, you would have been literally consuming hundreds and hundreds of extra calories per day. And that's where that whole myth comes from, like fat makes you fat. It's because fat just contains a lot of energy and it's very, very, very easy to overeat on fat. Like, fuck, it only takes like a slither of cheese to have eaten away like 150 calories, literally. Um, or like, I don't know, a tablespoon of butter on your toes. And the same with like what we were saying about eating out. But when with carbs, like carbs are very equal to protein. And if you don't have a balanced diet, like cool, like give up carbs if you want, but then you're gonna give up fruit, vegetables, every kind of yeah, grain. So silly, rice, potatoes, everything. alcohol. Alcohol, let's repeat that, alcohol. This is the thing, the one thing that really irks me with this whole, oh, I can't eat carbs, but it's like, you can't eat carbs, but you can still drink wine and drink beer. Yeah, I know, literally. And it's like, I don't understand why I'm bloated. I'm like, you just downed like a whole fucking bottle of wine that's probably why you know but if, but i'll cut out the carbs but i'll have the whispering angel at lunch you know which doesn't it's, make any sense because it's like well how can you say differentiate between like our oh, rice is really bad for me but then i can still drink a bottle of wine yeah i know i do, but anyway i it's one of these things where like again and again and again it takes wraps to the fact that like you know if you actually ate a balanced diet and you started planning where your carbs are coming from in the sense of okay i'm going to eat a nice pasta dish and i'm going to eat this and it's going to be balanced mm. with protein it's going to be balanced with vegetables it's going to be balanced mm. with fat like your diet is the absolute most optimal healthy like the healthiest it could possibly mm. be and for people that want to improve their gut health you know um Obviously, grains, fiber. Grains, like, if you don't eat grains and fibers, if you don't from eat carbohydrates, you don't get fiber. The most essential proponents for a healthy gut flora. And when they've looked at the uh, gut flora studies of people that do the carnivore diet to essentially just eat meat, no carbohydrates or vegetables, their gut flora is decimated. Yeah. And so, like, you know, if you cut out carbohydrates, good luck having like a good solid poo. 
or like anything like that. Mm. You've got no, and your digestion is just all over your the fucking Your energy levels shop. are really low because everybody, every single person that we've worked with that have taken them off a low carb diet, the first thing that they say that their energy levels have just skyrocketed. Which has a very positive impact on their training because it goes from like, oh, I've got no energy. There's nothing worse than going, trying to train really hard and you're just knackered. It's really soul-destroying. Yeah, I know. And I also think that people always do this and nobody ever does it for a very long duration of time. And I'd just like to ask you, like, then don't do it. But but the people, like even the lady I consulted with today talking about uh, previous weight loss attempts, okay so have you lost weight before yes i have lost weight before and then i regained it all the way back okay well the conversation that we're currently having you're framing it like that weight loss attempt was successful do you know what i mean like it's getting it's gotten to the point now where so many people have tried so many things and had success and failure but yet we still keep on coming back to the same Mm. revisiting the same problems of carbohydrates and I know and it's always assigning blame places and I I think it's the same as I think we'll end today's podcast on like um, I think it's the same as when people have princess and the pea syndrome where like it's like you're doing you're literally avoiding everything that could possibly and like completely and utterly dialing in Mm. on like the things you you don't people do that though because it's just like they never want to self-reflect. But do you think it's because they... St- they Somebody's going to go like this. Completely, do you think that person is not conscious, but... Your average person will see on their Apple Watch that it would have been bought for Christmas in 2014 by their mm. husband. You know what I mean? In the box. They will be, they'll be marking against you know, their energy expenditure. So people are like, oh, do you know what? Do you know what? I've burnt oof, 800 calories today. Wow, do you know what I mean? I think I'll, I'll treat myself to some fucking nice Chinese tonight. Do you know what I mean? I'll eat do those 800. 150%. That's what I used to do. It's the only reason why I used to go to the gym. Interesting. Like, it's one of those things where I feel like you... And that's why we always have to tell clients, like, don't get obsessed with these watches. They're not you. They're not fucking inserted in you. It's taking a heartbeat, okay? Mm. That's literally it. You're inputting the rest of the data. Mm. All it's taking is a heartbeat, okay? So, yeah, you can create a trend, but, like, taking your calories literally and then eating on top of them. Like, Mm. loads of people do that in justification. I think many people are consciously not conscious. That's the other way. It's like, I, like... I knew yeah, you're fucking know. not they dumb when you're though. railing they a line do of fucking donuts. They do know though, don't they? Mm, I think it. I think clinical obesity. When we talk like the the levels but, have absolutely no understanding because yeah, effectively their also, receptors but, have been nulled. Like the, the the person that is that is a hundred and five kilos, fifty percent body fat, but hand on their hand on their heart, I eat eight hundred calories a day. What do you mean? that person like uh, do they are they conscious are they consciously no we're not talking about food plans though like where you're consciously aware of what you've eaten in a day like no No, nobody is that's why you have to track and it's a horrible discrepancy between real life and the narrative that is pushed from Um, the individual like are they consciously aware that they are no like half the people that have kids that are not unconsciously aware that they eat all their children's food Mm. and they don't finish it or like when they go into a shop and 
Mm. Fuck, I'll be honest. Like, uh, there's a neighbour of ours <laughs> who's quite overweight, and she tells us all the time that she's intermittent fasting, mm. and she's doing all of this, and that she's off to... She needs to go and quickly she get her meal from M&S so she can get it into her feeding window. Mm. And I look out the window, and she's eating a cookie and pastry out of her bag. Literally, she's just parked up. She yeah. gets it, she's eating pastry before, before she even gets inside. Before that one o'clock to, uh, window. But, and before that window closes of the intermittent fasting. And Mental. no, it's and but she's, she always, she said like to that, us, though. like, because one of our other neighbours said, but didn't you eat just earlier? And yeah, she said, she's a second meal, she was second like, roast. She was, oh, like, yeah. she was like, no, oh yeah, yeah, but like, not that much. Do you know what I mean? And the yeah. woman was like, you just ate a whole fucking roast at yeah, the pub. No, no, like, no. like, what? That's not intermittent fasting. Yeah, and then she was having a second lunch. She had to get her meals. She felt so restricted by the time feed. She feels so restricted by the time feeding windows that she rams in this obsession amount of, like, yeah, obsessive like amount of food. Calories. Within the mat. And you can see it, because you literally see it in the car. I'm not joking, reverse. Wow. She doesn't even get out. The seatbelt's still on. The engine's still running, and she's literally eating. And, you, and you're saying... That and I is, used to do that. You, I used to eat in you're private the whole time. She, she's... She's unaware that she's doing that. Mark. She's aware that she's doing it, but she's unaware that she's doing it. Do you know what I mean by that? Do you know? Like, like, like I said to you, I hate the fact. I hate the fact that yesterday morning I'm doing my period, which means I'm just like craving everything and anything. I went into Costa before going to a client's in London, and. I like picked up a coffee and I saw like I don't even like the cake in Costa. It would be that shittest waste of calories. But I saw like a whole chocolate cake that was like a fresh one. I was mm. thinking, fuck, why do I know the calorie amount of that? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because it's grating on me. And I like, why am I an adult? Why do I have like good self restraint to not just literally inhale that at six in the morning? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and you just think that. I've just had to literally teach myself. Me and you, Mark, are completely and utterly secretly obese. Yeah, I know. Like, we could happily, easily, barring the exercise, mm. I wouldn't like my performance to go down. That's the only reason why I'm not obese. Mm. <laughs> I, I like, because I fucking love food. My love I love food. Yeah. I love cooking. I love, I love everything about food. Fuck, I love unrestricted eating. I love unrestricted eating. But... I do, and it's just like, it's not a bad thing. Food is like a mass, it's always been a massive part of my life. And all I think about sometimes is food. It's not bad, thing. it's not food focus, just I like food, you know. But we've got to bring in some sort of self-restraint. If you want to, one, just live your life with some kind of self-restraint. Mm. And two, have some kind of level of health. And I think actually, not many people are like that. No. Like even when like, I remember, because we introduced my, obviously my mum to tracking her nutrition properly mm -hmm. rather than doing stupid things. Mm -hmm. And when she's on it, she's on it. And when she's off it, she's fucking off it. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, when she's, oh, I notice such a big a difference. difference. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's there is, though. It consistently is. having digestional problems and issues to them going away overnight. That is. And that's why I say to so many women, women digestion mm. is the biggest thing that comes up with us. It's like my gut health, my mm. bloating. Mm -hmm. I just feel so bloated. And I'm like, okay, well, bloating is like completely and utterly solved. If like, how do you eat a day? Oh, well, sometimes I won't eat breakfast and then I'll mm. have like a pan of chocolat. I would have had about four coffees, mm. no water, orange juice. Then maybe I'll have like a salad at four. 
And then, yeah, I'll go out for dinner. And then I'm like, okay, so where do you think your digestion is optimal? And then, <laughs> and then the next day, what do you do? Oh, I'll have breakfast at seven. I'll have eggs and yeah, an avo. Then I'll eat lunch yeah. out and I'll have dinner at home. Okay, well, your body's like, what have you just eaten? Where's that come from? And it's the same. So get, getting people into, that's the only time that I think timing is relative with nutrition, is that just getting those adequate meals in at adequate mm, times is so your, important. Keeping everything regulated. Keeping it regulated yeah. so that your digestion is regulated. Mm-hmm. God, we could talk about this for hours, but we're going to do another podcast on this. For now, that's we're us. Off. We're, we're off. off. We're off, everyone. That was a very... I feel like we're ending this very abruptly. Are we? Okay. Maybe say a few more sentences. <laughs> it's like what? Like a prayer for everyone. Yeah. Would you like to? Would you like to uh, finish off harmonising? No, Mark, I don't want to do okay, that. Don't write. I write me. Anyway, for me and my overrating husband, do you know what I mean? We'll speak to you at some point soon. Yeah, bye. bye.